Hi, everyone. This is Kara Orbell, your host of Going Places. Today, I have a very special guest, which I always have a special guest, but my guest today is named Lauren Murphy. She is a music business student at Belmont University in Nashville, Tennessee, and she owns her own music management company called Pink Dino Management. She's also my high school best friend, so it's going to be really fun to connect and just kind of talk about where we ended up after high school. So thanks for being on the show. Yeah, I've always wanted you to come on the show just because I feel like our paths were so similar in high school and then we've kind of branched out completely, but we kind of have been rooted in like music and like, I guess I'd gone into podcasting, but it's kind of similar to music in that way. Yeah. So let's talk about, why don't we start from the beginning? Why did you pick Belmont in Nashville? What was kind of your thought process going into it? Yeah, well, I had always been like, really into music my whole life so I decided that I wanted to pursue a career in music and like find a way to like make a living being in the music industry and so I found Belmont University and I found out they had a really good music business program and so I went and like toured and I found out about their you know music business program and I like fell in love with it. So then I decided to go here and it's been really, really fun, really awesome. And Nashville's like amazing and the music industry is like so cool. So that's really cool. So when you say music business, because I know as an international business major, I've had to take any a range of classes from accounting. I'm going to have to take international business. So what like type of classes, what type of the industry do you kind of go into like, what does it kind of surround? Yeah, so it's basically a music business degree. I earned a BBA, which is a Bachelor of Business Administration. So I take all the business major classes along with a few, like, music industry classes. So I take, like, accounting and international business and business law. But I also take, mm. like, intro to the music industry and artist management and you know, the entertainment industry. So I learned like the music side, but also the business side and how it all like comes together. That's really cool. That's such a unique major. That's really fun. What is your favorite class you've taken so far at Belmont? I really liked um, my like intro to the music business class, my freshman year, which was really cool because I got to like, it's just like a brief like what the music industry is all about and I was like this is so cool and then I also really loved my um my entrepreneurship class it was like so much fun and then I got to like learn about how other people started their businesses and where they went and so I got to talk to all these really cool people about my business and tips from them and I've met with people outside of it um from that class and I've like made so many cool connections it's like really awesome awesome so is that where is your entrepreneur class entrepreneurship class where pink dino kind of started or when did you come up with that idea um I came up with pink dino my freshman year when my friend who is a songwriting major her name is Abigail Douglas she was looking for like a manager to help her with her music career in Nashville and I was like I could be a manager. I didn't know. I had no idea what that was about, but I thought it'd be really fun. And so I decided to become her manager and I started like booking her shows at different places and I booked her at a festival. And then I 
was like, I could like make this into a whole business. That would be cool. So then I started Pink Dino Management. It was like a management business. And then um, I kind of branched into booking my sophomore year. So I started booking shows for bands all around Nashville and bands on campus primarily to help them get like live music experience like for their bands and get like their word out there about who they are in Nashville so it's been super fun that's really cool are you one of the only students that has like a management service or are there a lot of like booking services on campus there are actually a few booking services on campus I know of a few production companies that students have started so that's really cool there are lots of businesses at Belmont which is really awesome that are like student run and student led like um I know someone who owns a cookie business she like makes cookies and I know um that's awesome yeah it's really cool people that have started um like record labels like small labels just for themselves like their bands yeah it's really cool that's really fun yeah I think music business just can stem to so many places like you don't really think of it but I think there are so many careers that can come out of it whether it's like marketing or production company management I didn't even think of it until kind of I was researching you for this interview just because there's so much that you could do with it Mm -hmm. that's awesome let's rewind a little bit let's talk about kind of our experiences in high school because I think how many concerts did we go to in high school oh my gosh a lot. I think I went to over at least over 25. Mm-hmm. Like it was a it was a big chunk of my high school experience. Like yeah. it was probably the best part of high school for me. Yeah. <laughs> um how how did going like going from concerts going into the music industry, how has it kind of changed your perspective on bands or just the music industry in general? Um when I went to like shows and stuff with you during high school, I never really got a music like the music business I just saw like the concerts Mm -hmm. it was like kind of different I was like what's behind the scenes like what's going on how is this all coming together because it's not just the band there's like a whole like touring crew you know audio people managers (laughs) just like everyone working to bring this show together so I wanted to know like what was going on and how like how is this happening right now? Like, how is this show happening? And how are these bands like touring all over the world? I just wanted Mm -hmm. to know how that was going on. And so I decided to like, you know, find out, get a degree in it, you know? (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, that's so funny. I just thought of the that one show we used to watch called Roadies. Remember that show? And then it got canceled and we both cried because I think it's so cool to see behind the scenes and just kind of experience the business side of music because I don't really think it gets talked. I mean, it, it's not flashy, so it obviously doesn't get talked about at concerts or anything like that, but it's definitely a cool part of music and business. So that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um. So let's start talking about... Um. I guess we talked about that. Let's talk about Pink Dino again, because I love the name. What does the name come from? Um, actually came from, do you remember when we went to that festival in Ohio? Yeah. Remember how we got posters from that guy that made posters? Yeah. So I got the head and the heart poster, you know, and it has a pink dinosaur on it. And so one day I was like, 
talking to Abigail. She was my roommate freshman year too. And I was talking to her about, you know, what should I name my company? Because I had no idea. Like, I want something really cool and like unique. That's not like, you know, boring. Yeah. I saw my poster. I was like, what about Pink Dinosaur? And then she was like, yeah, that's cool. But like, shorten it to just Pink Dino. And I was like, that's awesome. And so I like texted it to my dad. I was like, what about Pink Dino? And he's like, that's really awesome. I love that. So then, that's just how it how it all started. I love that. I love that I was there to like yeah. at the beginning of it kind of. I have that poster too in my room. I'm not in my room right now. I'm isolated and quarantined because of COVID. But if you if we had this interview in my room, you could see my poster as well. I had Passion Pit, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Aw, that's so fun. So your dad is a musician. He's in a couple band. He's in a band of dentists. I remember that. So how has your dad's kind of love of music transferred over to you? Oh, my dad has influenced me a lot for my love of music. He always played music like when I was growing up. He played a lot of like 80s pop and 80s rock um, around the house and he would always play his guitar around the house. So I kind of you know, got to hear all those different types of bands um, growing up. And I was just like, well, that's kind of cool. Like, this music's really good. And so, yeah, he taught me a lot about music. He would always show, I would go to shows with him too, sometimes. Oh yeah, he'd drive us. <laughs> yeah, he would. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he kind of, he just taught me a lot about it. He would show me different videos and he would show me videos of him playing in college, which was really cool. And he would show me different like videos of these famous musicians, you know, playing guitar or, what, or something. And yeah, he just really showed me like this whole other side of music that was really awesome. So he really helped me, you know, shape my love for music. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about kind of the music industry now because I know it's one of the most affected industries by COVID. I know a lot of artists gain most of their revenue from concerts and festivals, especially festivals and stuff like that. How are bands kind of adapting to this new world? Do you know? Yeah, it's been very hard on the entertainment industry. Um, You know, different venues, venues have had to close, venues that have been, you know, in these towns for like years that are like famous and, um, you know, lots of bands and like people like the touring, um, the people that tour with the bands Mm -hmm. have, um, you know, lost their jobs because they make all their money from touring and bands aren't touring right now and bands are really struggling because, you know, bands make most of their money from touring and so they've had to find different ways to you know cope with how they're losing all this like all this money and so bands I know bands have started doing live streams on you know on zoom and on instagram live but on those like instagram live it's hard to make money because you can't charge people to you know go on your instagram live but they have made money from zoom concerts I know so they charge money for like you get a ticket for the zoom concert and then Hmm. you get the password and then so you have this like little zoom concert at home which is really cool but it's also hard like on instagram live especially like you can't charge people and you can't charge bands to play so it's kind of just doing it for free which I know bands 
really want to just be able to play again so they'll do whatever but it's also just you know it's just hard to make money right now and you know the entertainment industry has lost millions of dollars especially in touring and festivals so it's been pretty hard definitely do you know any venues in Chicago that have closed that we've been to um I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm, I know a couple have closed, but. Is Shuba's open or Aragon? Yeah. Shuba's and Aragon are open? Yeah, they're still there. They okay. know that um, Shuba's open for um, just their restaurant is open. Okay. I don't, I'm not sure if they're doing shows right now, but if they are, it's very like limited capacity. Yeah. Um, Crazy. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy how I I'm intrigued to see how just venues adapt to this because I can't imagine like wearing a mask during during a concert or being six feet apart from people just because the energy would be so different from a normal concert I know there are shows going on in Nashville that are socially distanced wearing a mask and um seems to be doing all right that's good Um, and my the vibe is probably very different but um I think it's so good to just like get out there you know and have like the whole concert feeling again because I know a lot of people miss that yeah especially Belmont students you guys Mm -hmm. are probably crying just because yeah it's pretty hard for us (laughs) yeah that's been a huge impact of your college career just because I know you started going to a lot a lot of concerts in Nashville which is something I'm crazy jealous about just because Green Bay has no concert scene from what I've seen. So yeah, that's, that's tough. How many concerts have you been to since you got to college? Oh my, a lot. I can't name like a specific number, but definitely like I, I would go to concerts like every week. Wow. Yeah. Just, I would go see my friends bands play all the time. Yeah. Really awesome. And I've got to meet all these different bands around Nashville and I've seen them play and become friends with them. So it's really awesome. And it's just hard because, you know, I miss seeing them play and I miss like hanging out with them. So, but definitely have been to a lot of <laughs> Well, let's reminisce. Cause I know you have a really cool showcase that you throw or you used to throw, I think once a, I don't know if it was once a semester or a couple times a semester, but you had a showcase called Raid the Roof yeah. and it got a lot, didn't, it was really successful. Yeah, it got pretty big. Let's talk about it. Okay, well, yeah, I started, um, <laughs> I actually started that from uh, my friend in Libertyville, Bryce. Remember, you know? Oh, Bryce? yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> Bryce and Beck's band, Fun Monkey, they reached out to me, um, okay. asking me to book them a show in Nashville. Nashville? Mm-hmm. Okay they're coming up here to like record an album or something and so I was like I can definitely book you a show so I found a place and then I booked them there and then I added like three more Belmont bands to the bill Mm -hmm. and yeah I really took off from there people came and then people asked me to book them shows there at the same place and I was like oh yeah I can do that and so I just kept like people kept asking me to book them shows and people would reach out to me on Instagram and people would reach out to me from different states. Like I had bands from Alabama and I had bands from Texas reach out to me, asking me to book them shows in Nashville. And I was like, 
definitely. So it all just kind of took off from there. And then Raid the Roof became a whole series and people would, you know, talk about it all around campus. It was really cool. Oh my gosh, you're like a no name on campus. Yeah. That's cool. That's crazy. Wow. So let's get more into that. How how did you market? How do you how do you market your bands like on campus or on social media? Yeah, I market um both. I do on campus and social media, mostly social media, because mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard to get, you know, flyers approved to hang up on Belmont's campus. <laughs> Um, yeah um but yeah social media has is very big like um I market a lot on social media I make flyers for the concerts and I or I have other people make flyers like I hire people to make flyers for my and then I just post all over social media I post like every single day for shows like leading up to the show and I have a website that I promote on and I sell tickets through my website. Cool. So, yeah. When did you create the website? Your freshman year? Um, I created it last. Yeah. Well, actually, I think my freshman year. Okay. Second semester. When I, like, first started it. Cool. I started making my website. And then I, like, edited it last year. So it looks pretty cool now. That's fun. Well, if I haven't said before, you're a junior at Belmont. So it's been three years and you've made a big dent in the, just with your, with Pink Dino and everything that's going on. So that's really cool. Yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah. So is Raid the Roof on an actual roof? (laughs) (laughs) I started calling it that because the place that I booked it at was at a warehouse. Okay. there was like a ladder leading up to the top, like the roof of the warehouse. And me and my, my, um, me and my friend Emma would always go to shows there to see cool. like other Belmont bands would play there and other production companies would book shows there. Mm-hmm. So, and we would always be like, oh, we want to go on the roof because the ladder, like we're like, what's up there? Like what's on the roof? <laughs> and then I started calling it Raid the Roof because, you know, it was like, we want to get on the roof. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting story. That's super funny. So how has Pink Dino adapted? Did I ask that question already? Um, I don't oh, think I did. Adapted during COVID? Yeah. What have you been up to lately? Yeah. Well, I haven't been able to book any shows because the yeah. venues are closed. It's also hard I to... Know. I know bands want to play, but it's also hard to like get people to come I feel like because um people are you know scared mm-hmm. and also there are a lot of rules in Nashville for you know capacity and stuff okay. so it's been hard but I know uh, people have asked me if I was going to do like live streams or anything and I'm like I would love to do a live stream but it's also I don't have money to pay bands right now because I'm not making any money mm-hmm. so it's been hard but I've been focusing on um the artist I manage Abigail she's been working on a new EP so that's gonna be coming out soon and she also has she's actually playing a live stream show tomorrow for this new um nonprofit curriculum that this girl from Belmont started for Tennessee wow um, yeah it's awesome it's called sexual assault prevention curriculum so she started it as a curriculum for schools around Tennessee to have like a curriculum for sexual assault 
in schools to kind of get like education on like what it is and like, how to prevent it and stuff. So it's really mm-hmm. awesome. So she's doing a show tomorrow on their Instagram live to raise money. So that's really awesome. awesome. That's great. It's good that she has that opportunity. How has Abigail grown since Pink Dino started? Oh yeah. Well, um, she's played a lot more. Um, I've booked her at a bunch of different places. So her, like the word about her and her music has really gone out there. So that's really awesome. I've booked her at a festival, which got her a lot of publicity. So that's really awesome. Um, yeah, it's basically, basically more just promo for her and her music because now she has these other you know places that are promoting her like I promote her on my Instagram and Pink Dino's Instagram (laughs) on my website so it's really awesome that's really fun promoting is difficult that's something I've never had to do until now like even it takes a while to learn it's kind of funny because we both kind of picked up something where we have to like get people's name out there but that's what I'm struggling with right now as a podcast just trying to get my name out there and people to hear me yeah props (laughs) to you man it's not easy it is definitely not easy that's something I learned I've had to learn a lot about that it is pretty hard yeah so Mm -hmm. what are your goals after after you graduate are you gonna go full force on pink dino do you want to pick up like some sort of marketing do you want to do something with music industry what are you doing yeah well I'm not 100% sure what I want to do after I graduate Mm -hmm. um I'm not sure how much longer Pink Dino will be around after I graduate because it's really been just like a Belmont thing I feel like because I've been I'm focused mainly on uh, booking bands at Belmont for shows to help them get their name out there and give them performing experience because they're new bands yeah. But, um, yeah. After I graduate, I definitely want to get a job somewhere in the music industry, hopefully at a label somewhere. That'd be really awesome. And my business has really taught me so much about the music industry. And so I feel like I have a really good foot in the door for, you know, what the music industry is about, because I get all this firsthand music industry experience through my business. And I've had a bunch of interviews for internships at different labels and they're so impressed like by my business. They're like, you really know a lot about it. And I'm like, yeah, it's really taught me a lot. <laughs> really awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, what is a, like, I don't want to word it wrong. What is one of the biggest, I don't want to say mistakes, but what was the most growing experience that you learned the hard way? Um, I'm not, Booking shows in general is, is very hard. Yeah. Um, getting venues to like let me book their venue out and like play there is very hard. I reach out to so many venues all the time to get no answer. Oh. It's hard to get any answer back from these venues. So I have to email them like multiple times until they answer. And yeah. then it's just like, they're like, no. And I'm like, okay. But yeah. So, but yeah, that's been very hard. Um, just getting people to reply um, is a challenge, especially when, you know, I'm kind of, I'm new to it. So I don't know, like the lingo, but, (laughs) um, but yeah, it's just getting venues and places to answer you and like, take you seriously. It's hard to, it's hard for people 
to get people to take me seriously sometimes because I'm just in college and they're like oh you're just in college like you don't really know anything like I'm like well I'm trying to get to learn so like let me play but yeah I think that's the hardest yeah have you had like I can't imagine it's a trust too you have to kind of build trust with the venue because Mm -hmm. you want them to book you again you want them to book your artists again that's so interesting and I never really would have thought of that wow is there any like experience where you had to kind of promote yourself and be like actually I know a lot about this (laughs) um well when I was booking Abigail at a festival I really had to like in the emails like Abigail like has played like blah 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 and like um sending her EPK to like all these different people and sending her EPK to the festival people I really like wanted to like book her at this festival really bad because that'd be really awesome for her um but yeah I really had to like you know I wrote a ton in that email to like try to get a response and like they respond so I was like must have done something right but yeah that's awesome what music festival was that um, it was called Out Loud Music Festival. It's a small kind of, um, they've only been around for like three or four years. Okay. But, um, but yeah, it was very cool. She, um, I don't know if you know Grace and Chance, he headlined the festival. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was very cool because she got to play with him and I like listened to him growing up on Disney Channel. So I thought <laughs> that was very cool. But that's cool that she gets the experience with the big bands too. I think that's something that's amazing with like festivals because we've, we've seen and met so many bands from festivals. Like we met, I don't know if we met Noah Gunderson, but we, no, was it Noah Gunderson? What was the guy who's really big now? He's like out. I can't remember his name. Shoot. He's, he's got like a really raspy voice. Oh my gosh, this is going to kill me. I'll have to think of it before the end of the interview because I need to think about this. But like we've had the opportunity to connect with so many artists that, I mean, you hear them on the radio and you were like, oh, like they're not real people. They're just on the radio. Like (laughs) it's fun to put a face to a name with that. So that's so cool. It's great that she had the opportunity. Did she get to meet him and like connect with different artists? She was on the smaller stage, so she couldn't like get behind the big stage. But Uh um yeah. Oh shoot, does his name start with a C? Louis Capaldi. That's who we saw. And he was just starting out. Oh my gosh, yeah. I talk about that all the time. <laughs> he's, he's huge now. Like he gets yes. millions of streams. I know. And, and we saw him when he was like new. Yeah, he was like nobody basically when we saw him. Wow. I remember like this guy's voice is insane. Yeah. I like, saw him on this tiny stage and there was like not even that many people like watching him and then now he's huge like playing arenas and I'm like oh my god yeah that's crazy I'm so glad I remembered his name but it's so fun that we've had this experience of going growing up listening to all these bands and meeting this like Noah Khan some like little bands that have just gotten so big since since we've even seen them it's so fun it's so cool I'm so jealous too that you're kind of picking it up and going with it I want to get an artist on my show I want to get someone like big who who has a band because I think their lives are so fascinating and the music industry just fascinates me so that's really cool yeah 
Ooh, let me think of more questions. <laughs> um, so let's talk about logistics. How many bands do you actually manage or book? Um, well, I manage only one artist. I manage Abigail. Mm-hmm. And managing is a lot of work. So yeah. I only be able to manage like two people. But um, I've booked, I've worked with over like 20 bands. Wow. Yeah, there are a lot. Cool around here and on Belmont there are lots of bands at Belmont it's really Mm -hmm. cool but um yeah it's really cool to get to connect with all these musicians and like get to see them on their journey like be like they make it big and I'm like oh I booked them at one of their first shows yeah but but yeah it's really cool I've got to meet so many cool people and so many talented musicians there are a ton of talented musicians at Belmont crazy yeah I think it's so cool because there's like songwriting majors and guitar. Is there a guitar major? I don't even know. Yeah, there is. Commercial guitar, commercial voice. That's crazy. That's so interesting. Mm -hmm. It's so funny because I've never thought of that like as a major, but I mean, what kind of job job do they get? Do they work like in a band or? Um, I mean, yeah, they could be in a band. It's hard to get, um, a band to really blow up but um yeah or a lot of them become studio musicians so they play on like art different artist tracks okay and you could get paid a lot for that um Hmm. but yeah commercial voice majors do a lot of studio work i know but such a unique school that's amazing yeah it's very unique yeah Definitely. Um, Okay, so I kind of want to switch up the question I ask everyone and turn it into a two-parter. So I ask everyone the same question. If you were to travel anywhere in the world, where would you not go? But I kind of want to switch it up and kind of turn it into music. So if you were to see any band in the world pre-covid like no social distance you can you don't have to wear a mask who would you not see oh what band would i not see yeah that's crazy <laughs> i can't think of like a band i would purposefully not, well i i feel like i no hate on taylor swift i just feel like i wouldn't really go to one of her shows um that's funny I'm not a huge, like, arena concerts are awesome because these bands are selling out, like, thousands of seats. Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge fan of arena concerts because I feel like it's not very personal as for, like, a general admission concert, but, yeah. That's true. You got to be in the pit or else it's not not worth it. It's where it's at. (laughs) Meet so many cool people in the pit. Yeah. Well, who would you see? If you could see anyone in the world pre-COVID, like it's normal, what's your one band that you've been itching to see? That's a good question. Hard question. I've seen a lot of bands, so it's like, I would want- concert count right now? Ooh, I don't know. Probably like, it's getting up there. Yeah. I'm really like close to like definitely more than 50 but yeah um I've seen a lot of my favorite bands so it's hard to say I feel like 
if I could go back in time, <laughs> I would see like Rolling Stones and Led Zeppelin Ooh, okay. um, when they were like at their prime. I've always, I always tell people that like at their prime, <laughs> like I want to see them. Yeah. Because that would be crazy. And I've seen like shows of their concerts and I'm like, that looks insane. Like, yeah, that would be What's your favorite concert you've ever been to? That's a good question. Hmm. I always love seeing Nothing But Thieves. Yeah. When we saw Nothing But Thieves. Yeah. I remember the cool people we met just in the crowd. Yeah. I think that's my favorite part about concerts, just because we met people from like nearby high schools and stuff. It was just amazing to connect with people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's really cool. Um, I went to this concert my freshman year um, for this band called Glorietta and Noah Gunderson is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they had like one album and it was a bunch of like really famous artists that all came together and made this wow. album. And then they had like one tour. And so we went to their show in Nashville and it was so insane. Like everyone they made everyone feel like a family, like, and they came down in the audience and like played in the audience and they're like, everyone like grab a partner and like dance and then you like dance with people. It was so cool. And like, we got to talk to them after and they're like really awesome. Um, But that concert was really, really awesome. It was really cool. I met so many cool people. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think about that concert a lot because I feel like that's what concerts should be like a family it's so awesome like all these people come together for this band that they like love and they listen to all the time everyone just like sings all their songs together and it's like this is so cool that's like one of the best things about concerts definitely Mm -hmm. I completely agree I think I think the best bands are able to captivate the culture of the crowd and like you can go to a concert and the band can just play but the yeah. most memorable concerts are the ones where the band actually like changes the vibe of the crowd and gets people like moving I don't get I, like I don't even know how they do it they're like brain capturers or something yeah. It's crazy yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's really cool yeah oh you're making me miss concerts man mm-hmm. this is sad it's such a bummer with COVID I mean I think everything's gonna change but I'm hoping we can go back to like music festival music festivals and everything that's going on so yeah yeah you never know okay well I have to ask you this now so if you could travel anywhere in the world where would you not go (laughs) I know um I want to travel to so many places this is hard um I feel like I would not want to really want to go to India. India, because like their culture is really awesome, but you know, civil unrest. Oh, okay, true. It would be not a great place to go to right now. Um, yeah, that's a hard question. It gets everyone. I get them every time, and people are like, "What?" Yeah, I want to go to so many places. It's like hard to say. Well, where to next? Where do you think Ooh, you're gonna go? I'm I'm applying to some study abroads. So Yay! I'm applying to Austria okay. and London. 
Awesome. So hopefully one of those would be really yeah. awesome. Are you getting your MBA next? Is that your next thing? Um, I'm not sure. Okay. I haven't really given much thought to like business school mm-hmm. or like master's, whatever. Yeah, master's whatever. <laughs> cool. Um. I don't, I'm, yeah, I'm not 100% sure right now. I just want to like get a job after school. Okay. That's awesome. That's funny because I was thinking about studying abroad for my MBA. So it's funny to hear that you're, you're thinking, you definitely should. They definitely still have study abroad programs. So you should look into it because it's amazing. 100% recommend it. I'm applying for the summer. So hopefully it happens because I know all of them in the summer got canceled this year. Yeah. Hopefully it happens. Right? It will, hopefully. Fingers crossed, you know? Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. This was awesome. It's fun to reconnect. So this, again, was my interview with Lauren Murphy of Pink Dino Management. She is a music business major out in Nashville, Tennessee at Belmont University. And it was really fun reconnecting with one of my high school best friends. So this was a really great episode. I had a lot of fun. And I wanted to thank you, my listeners, for tuning in every week. I love producing my shows, and I think my the people I get to interview are so fascinating with all of their stories. So thank you so much for tuning in and... Yeah, can't wait to see where Going Places goes. (laughs) Thanks.